0: Hi, everyone. My name is Cindy, and I'm a compulsive eater. Thank you so much for having me. Um, let me start my timer. It's really an honor to speak at OA meeting, and I'm very grateful to be here tonight. Um, so, I've been a compulsive eater all my life. Um, my very first memory was of food. You know, I've always thought that I was born to this disease because I literally can't even remember a time in my life when food wasn't like the center of my world. And I knew from a very young age that I was bodily and mentally different from my fellows. I knew that I didn't look at food the same way other people did. I knew that there was just, I always had this feeling of like, there was just never enough, no matter how much there was. And I come from a family of eaters too. We're like loud, we're Italian, we like to eat. So it's not like, you know, food was like limited at my house. Food was like a necessity. And, um, we had a lot of it and no matter how much we had, there was just, it was not enough for me. And, um, you know, my, I had, uh, uh, older sister who is like the average teenager, you know, boys, sex, alcohol, maybe drugs, whatever. And I was just, um, you know, with my mom who was my eating buddy, you know, binging all the time that was my life growing up and that's all I ever knew all I cared about was food I didn't care about average teenage stuff or you know young adult kind of things I just cared about eating I was too um, you know too um, into donuts and fetchicles to care about you know pot or alcohol and um, this disease took me to a very scary place when I was really really young um, when I, you know, I, I remember my life in like stages of like my weight. I remember being 11 years old, going to a dietitian, and I was 225 pounds, and then a couple years later, between 14 and 15, I shot up to 440 pounds. I don't know what happened during those years. Like, I have very vague memories of what my childhood was like. But I do remember the times of the scale and getting on the scale and always trying to control my food. And my mom telling me stories of how she would, like, beg me to stop eating. And I just would cry and throw tantrums as a very, very young child. All I cared about was my food. That, that was, like, my entire reason for living. And my mom would put me on diets and we would – you know, we were kind of like eating buddies and also the dieting buddies. Um, but the thing that was different between me and her is that, you know, she would get full. And like it says in our literature, she would get full and there's interest in food. And I just wanted more. You know, we'd go on a diet would be, you know, good all week long. And then our reward was to get a dessert on the weekend. And on the weekend, my mom was, you know, in her nightgown and watching a movie, didn't want to go out. And I lived or the time when we can go out and get that dessert. That was the, my entire reason to live that that entire week. And um, and I was abused really bad, you know, as a as a child in school um, because of my weight. And um, you know, it was a really hard childhood. And um, When I was 12 years old, I I dropped out of seventh grade because I was treated so badly by the kids. And I went to this independent study program and two women there told me that if I didn't go to OA, I I would have to go back to um, public school. And I hated them for it. And today, I think those women might have saved my life because they planted the seed. At 12 years old, I was not emotionally ready to handle this program, but I did go to one meeting and it planted the seed, you know, and it's like once you're aware of a program like is Anonymous, like there's no going back. Like you can't, you know, you can't like forget. And so I went back when I was ready and I had just started a diet when I was about 23. I just started a diet and that... The, A diet became my first abstinence, and I'll never forget. I was like swimming for exercise in my pool, and it just all of a sudden. And today, I know that was my inner power. Just the thought out of nowhere. Why don't you try OA again? And I went to my very first meeting. And another prime example of how I've always been different because I've always felt like I was different. Like everything in my life, I've always been different. You know, I was a compulsive eater. I was over four hundred pounds. My you know, food was the center of my life. Like, I've always looked at the world different. I've always, like, sat in front of a group of people feeling like the total black sheep everywhere I went, and I walked into that first meeting, and I felt like I was at home for the first time in my entire life, and that meeting, I will never forget, it was so dark. It was like everyone was talking about dying. There was no, like, laughter and joy like the meetings I know today. There was... Um, you know, people weren't like, it was just a very, very like serious meeting and it was exactly what I needed. And I remember a lady running after me and she was like, you know, please come back next week. They're not like this because the average person would have probably been scared off. And I was like, Oh my God, this, this program is amazing. And you know, at 23 years old, I was having heart palpitations and chest pains. And you know this disease was already taking a really hard effect on my life and um so i went to that meeting and i went to that meeting every every week for a year i worked the steps they are not the steps that i work today but they were 12 steps and i worked them the best that i could at the time by myself without a sponsor without calling anybody without ever talking without ever sharing a meeting i worked this program the best that i could by myself without knowing any better and i lost 130 pounds really quickly and then I proceeded to relapse for many, many years. And to this day, I believe that that was my higher power, giving me that initial, you know, I had, I put down the food for like a year. I lost 130 pounds. And, you know, I, I saw the, the miracles that this program gave me because I was never a dieter. I was never one of these people. And I've known a lot of people throughout the years in OA. And Most people, the majority seem to be like professional dieters. You know, like they always say, you know we we know how to lose weight we just don't know how to keep it off well i can never lose weight so just the idea that this program gave me the ability to put down the food long enough to lose over 100 pounds and then um just put down the food and lose that weight i mean that was like a miracle I knew, I knew there was something in this program that I had never in my life found anywhere else. And if that had happened, I may have just been like, oh well, this is just like, you know, Weight Watchers or whatever, all those other programs that I tried that didn't work. So I really think that was a blessing in my higher power. And you know, I I know one thing that I've done, this the only thing that I've ever done perfectly throughout all my years in a way, and it's been I don't count that initial one meeting when I was 12, but outside of that, I've been coming back for over 20 years now. And the one thing that I've done perfectly is I've never talked to me back, no matter what. And that's where they talk about how like your, like your character defect of stubbornness can be turned into an asset and perseverance because that's what happened to me is that I just knew that if I just kept it long enough, I always had the attitude that I was going to be absent. And I was I was abstinent for a, a long time, just not consecutively. <laughs> but I had a lot of abstinence. I was always in the mind frame of this program is going to work. I'm going to have. it. I always had a sponsor. I always attempted to work the steps. Other than that, one one time when I did it on my own, I finally got a sponsor about six months in, and I just worked the steps like, and always had like absent food, you know. I was really in, in it. And then I would have like 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And I would just keep going back to the food, keep going back to the food, keep going back to the food. And I don't know what happened other than the gift of desperation that they talk about. I became, I got to the point where I was so sick and of being sick and tired and I will tell you that the most painful thing in the world is being in these rooms and not being absent that was my experience you know that was it was nothing like it you know I would I had so much knowledge and you just can't forget things you can't unlearn what the teaches you and I would, like, be shoving food in my mouth, and I'd be, like, quoting the big book in my mind. You know, I'd be, like, eating donuts thinking, really, have we seen a person who has thoroughly really followed our path? Like, that's, like, a total buzzkill. Like, I could never get that same effect with food because my head was full of this program. And that's probably what saved my life, you know. And, um This disease stole so much from me and I just got to the point where it's like I'm not giving this freaking disease one more second of my life and I got to the point where The pain of Compulsively overeating while still being in these rooms because I never left and I couldn't just go out and be oblivious I knew this was my home the pain of that was more, you know stronger than the pain that I was trying to come up with food, you know, and the pain of living my life. And, and with that, I somehow got the willingness to have one day and then one week and then one month. And seven years later, I've been absent to now and this program has completely changed my life. And this disease stole everything from me. I've lost relationships because I, I don't know how to be in a relationship. And I, I hate everybody when I'm in I used to, I've, I've been, I used to take the bus a lot and I've had like, I had a man come up off the street telling me, I'm God I'm not your husband. You look so full of anger. This is like a stranger who never even seen me before in your life. Because that's like the persona that I like gave off into the world. And, um, you know this disease stole my peace my freedom my i've lost jobs i've been in really bad relationships relationships that i didn't even know were bad until i got out of them because it's like it skews up my my thinking like i don't even know what a bad relationship is until i get into a zip one just like i don't even know like how amazing not eating is as long as i'm still eating right like there's nothing to compare it to. Like that our, our our life is the only normal life, and that's how I felt for so many years. When I would sit in these rooms and I would just shove food in my mouth, and I would think that that was the best place to be. Like food was like my salvation, food was like my my, um, my solace, food was like my best friend, my lover, my everything, like it was so, fu- it was fun, it was like my entertainment, it was like everything in the world to me and then once I put the food down and I worked the steps of this program and this life that I am given today as a result of these 12 steps is beyond any food that I could ever imagine in my entire life and everything that this is the took from me because i've been in and out of homeless shelters because when i'm in the food i cannot make a good decision and i was in a abusive um, not physically but a very mentally abusive relationship that i and it was abusive on both parts and i didn't even know it was abusive until i got out of it and i was in and out of homeless shelters and i will tell you that 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 relationship i made amends to my ex-husband and this was someone really hurt me and my daughter like if there's anyone that it says in the big book that there might be someone that hurt um, us more than we hurt him, and if there was anyone like that it was him and I made amends to this man and I used to I used to stay awake at night fantasizing that he would like want me back and I'd be like too recovered and and I'd be like no you had your chance like this was like my fantasy that he wanted me back and I wouldn't give him the time of day and And today, like, I can say the resentment prayer and ask for all the good things for this person and mean it with all my heart, you know, and that is the most beautiful gift that this program has given me, the ability to care about other people, even people that are sick and harmful. And people that I don't necessarily want in my life, and everything that this this um, disease has taken from me, I've gotten back and so much more. I have a beautiful relationship today with someone who's also in these rooms. I have a daughter, and when I when I first got pregnant, that the disease stole that moment for me because the doctor was like, well, "What do you want to do with it?" Like. If you have this baby and I was a married woman she was like talking to me like I was like some knocked-up 14 year old right and she was like well this is what could happen to you and this is what could happen to baby I was so terrified I was sobbing and today I get to be a good mother to her I have a home today I I have an amazing job I used to break for the seats off the of walls today I'm maintaining over a 250 pound weight loss and It's just, and I I tell people, I will will say this to my dying day, that that weight loss is beautiful, but it is the smallest gift I've ever been given in this program you know, the ability to look the world in the eye, to be a productive member of society, to have a purpose, to be able to share my story at meetings like this and, like, give someone hope. You know, this program is so full of hope. Like, I just can't even imagine getting out of bed sometimes without this program. Like, there's people out in the real world who don't have a program, and they're, like, so screwed up. And it's like, thank God I'm screwed up and I get to be in this program, you know. Thank God that I have an illness that can be arrested and all I have to do is go to these meetings and call my sponsor and work these 12 steps. And I get to have the most beautiful life. and I, I have, I don't know if you guys could see this, but this is the one picture I have at my very top weight. And you know, and, and I'm gonna end with this, but I remember a sponsor one time I, I chose uh, my very first sponsor picture me, and she was like, "No, like you look miserable, like you're so unhappy. You're, you have no smile. Like I was so focused on my weight, but yes, the the person in that picture had no purpose, had nothing but food, had no life, had no reason to get up in the morning. and the woman that I am today, I have joy and full of peace and full of serenity and full of like hope, bringing hope into a world that is sometimes insane. But what can I do to make it better today? And I can only think that way because of these false steps. And that is, that is the miracle of this program. Thanks for the initiative.